everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Thursday to you all. Thursdays are my favorite days, so I'm so glad that you came here to listen to this episode on my favorite day that has nothing to do with anything, but I love Thursdays. I don't, it's just, I I know why. I was going to say, I don't know why. I know why. It's because you're so close to the weekend, yet you have another day, day and a half-ish where you can focus in and get things done so that you feel super prepared for the weekend. You feel like you don't have work hanging over your head. You're just ready to go. Oh, I love Thursdays. Also, it's because um, so many years ago, I think like eight or nine years ago by now, I started, um, asking people if they needed prayer on Thursdays like I will pray for anyone at any time but I made it like that specific day to reach out and ask people for prayer on that day so I feel like Thursdays have just always been special to me but anyway happy Thursday to you all I hope that you're having a fantastic day today even if if your day is just beginning in the middle or towards the end I hope that it's fantastic just remember that you can always do the five minute reset if you are having a really troubling day issues are coming upon you you're just feeling super overwhelmed um taking the five five minutes to do the five minute reset is super easy. Just uh, find at least five minutes to be by yourself so that you're able to reset your day, come back to baseline, just like reboot everything, feel like that you're having a better day. And then you can just kind of release any burdens that are on top of you. You're just kind of like taking like a mini break to be like, okay, I can restart my day right here. I can shake everything off and you're not going to necessarily pretend like any of those bad things happened. But you are going to just accept the fact that, okay, those things happened. I can move on from here. And um, in the five-minute reset, I encourage you also to take some time to problem solve anything that you can immediately um, move past or figure out so that you can just solve it and be on your way and have a good rest of your day or the next day, however it shakes out and works out. Um, But then in addition to that, I encourage you to make a list of at least four things that you are grateful for. And I say four things because I feel like that's a a longer, better, considerable list than just three. And, you know, I know a lot of people say five and five can be good too. uh, But I say a minimum of four because I feel like that's a good concrete list to start with. So, and those things that you can be grateful for can be big things, small things, medium sized things. Um, You can be grateful for being able to finally see a friend that you haven't seen since the beginning of quarantine. Um, Maybe you're really excited that you get to find out that you do get to go back to school this fall if you're in school. Maybe, um, some uh, some of the uh, limitations and parameters of the rules in your towns are kind of easing up a bit, meaning that less people are getting infected and that things are going to maybe possibly return back to normal. So it doesn't matter what it is. And the the beauty of being able to be grateful for like big things, small things, medium things, it just means that the list is endless so that you can be grateful for literally anything and that is just so amazing. Um, and last but not least, make sure that uh, you leave your uh, five minute reset feeling at least neutral if not positive about the rest of the day because you want to have that mindset shift that the gratitude uh, list gives you, that the opportunity for you to take a step back and have a different perspective after shaking off everything, all that, all the burdens and troubles and issues that you're dealing with for the day, give, take a step back and realize, okay, I can still get through this day. I don't have to let these things affect me the way that I am. You know, sometimes we get super caught up in our emotions and we allow ourselves to spiral out of control and give a little bit more emotional um, 
um, connection or or let let more emotion out than we necessarily need to? Do we really? It's I feel like it's really helpful to ask yourself: Do I really need to give this? thing this much energy this much attention and I know that those moments can be really hard because a lot of us just react believe me I am there but um if you are able to have those real moments with yourself those come to Jesus moments with yourself and ask yourself do I really need to be giving this thing this much energy then you probably could save yourself a lot of heartache a lot of emotional breakdowns and um issues and things that are burdening you and coming down on you. So I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to try the five minute reset, but again, um, make sure that you are able to walk away from the five minute reset feeling at least neutral, if not positive about the rest of your day so that you don't pass along your negative, um, mindset to anyone that you're able to just get out there and get through the rest of your day and then move on to another amazing day. But like I said, I hope that your Thursday is going really well. Just a reminder that this week we are talking about regaining self-worth and today, Thursday, we're going to talk about what builds self-worth. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. Yesterday we spoke about what destroys your self-worth and today we're going to go over what you can do to build your self-worth back up if it's in the toilet. And I literally wrote that in my notes and I almost deleted it and I was like, you know what, no, I'm just going to, this is really how I think and how I feel and how I would say it. If it's in the toilet, if you feel like it's um, maybe never been at the level that it needs to be or, you know, you just let everything that's happened to you kind of um, let it let that level like slink down and away. And so you don't even know where your self-worth is. I understand. I've been through all these things. So um, yeah, I wanted to talk, up, talk about the opposite of how to build it back up as opposed to yesterday talking about what destroys it. So as mentioned before, self-worth comes from deep within yourself and how you feel and think about yourself, which means that those thoughts and beliefs are deep-seated and created as you have grown up and experienced life. And this also means that any work that you have done to boost it back up will take more work than just working on your self-esteem or general confidence. Um, you might have to dig deep and it's just, it's so important, imperative to know that it won't be some super easy thing that you're able to just like do a little bit of meditation and figure it out. No, because it's so deep-seated and so deeply in you and so based upon like how you grew up and how those things affected who you are and how you developed, you're going to have to do some hard work to change some things so that your self-worth can, can come back to the place it needs to be to support you. So now because of what I just said, it's important to note that just practicing positive thinking or pretending to be okay and disregard how you truly feel and hoping it magically goes away will not work. You know, you can solve many things with a positive mindset, but this is not one of those things because yeah, you know, mindfulness and thinking positively and, you know, believing that it's all going to be okay and get better. Yes. Yes. It can help a lot of things. It can help so many things. And I definitely promote positive thinking and mindfulness because it's important to realize that you don't need to dwell on the negative. And honestly, we as a society and a community spend way too much time dwelling on the negative and putting that towards the forefront. So spending more time thinking about the positive things and the things that are going right and the things that you're doing well and you're getting better at. Yes, fantastic. However, that's not going to su- 
that's not going to um, solve your self-worth issues, your problems with that, because like I said, they're deep-seated, they're deeper into how you grew up and how what you've experienced and what has deeply affected you inside. So um, I just wanted you to know that that is not the way it's going to happen. Um, but still keep doing those things because those things are fantastic. So now for the things you can do to boost your self-worth. I would suggest starting with understanding more about yourself. You know, knowing who you are and what you want will help you identify and increase your self-worth. You know, develop a deeper self-understanding by asking your que- asking yourself questions like, who am I? Who am I not? What would happen if I lost everything? Like your job, your money, your friends, like your home, whatever. What defines who I am? What do I struggle with? And how can I improve myself? You know, I talk about self-development, self-understanding, just really getting in touch with who you are, what you're all about often. And maybe I don't talk about it as much as personal boundaries, but it's still super important. And I encourage you to ask yourself those questions. And um, I believe I did a whole week or there's definitely several episodes out there of my podcast talking about um, getting to know yourself better and understanding who you are and what you're all about. Also, you can simply go on to Pinterest or Google and look up questions to ask yourself to um, understand and know who you are even better to really get a understanding of what you're all about because sometimes we just take those things for granted and if you actually took time and set a timer for 10 or 15 minutes and sat down and asked yourself those questions and maybe you didn't necessarily write it out or type it out maybe you just pushed the note record button on your phone and then recorded what you said out loud um, you'd probably be amazed at how much emptiness there would be but also maybe like what the answers would be like things that you haven't really taken time to think about And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, like, who am I and who am I not? Like, I feel like the question, who am I not, is an amazing question because you're really like, wow, because I feel like the who I am question, it's pretty, it's pretty easy if you think about yourself often enough you're like okay this is who I am this is what I'm about you're like I'm I'm a mom I'm a student I'm a I'm for this I support this that's not but who are you not right so much deeper of a question you're like I am not a person that likes to be stepped on and I am not a person that I that feels like gets enough respect and, and, and all those kind of things. So I encourage you to take the time to really get to know yourself, understand yourself more, which again is deep seated. And it really relates directly to your self-worth. So if you take the time to actually ask yourself those questions, um, and many more questions that I, like I said, you can find on the internet, um, then that will really help you and you'll be able to understand who you are a little bit better. And, um, you know, yeah, it's just amazing. I encourage you to do that. Even if you are not struggling with um, self-worth, I encourage you to ask yourself those questions anyway because it's a really good exercise of understanding what you're all about and it helps you to further define and create goals and um, whatever journey that you would like to be on in your life for whatever milestones and um, accomplishments that you would like to hit. Next, I would encourage you to forgive yourself of anything that you have been holding on to and holding against 
yourself. You know, everyone deserves forgiveness, even yourself. And this also feeds into practicing self-compassion and understanding that everyone makes mistakes. No one is perfect and accepting yourself as you are is the best course of action. So definitely forgive yourself. A lot of times we are harder on ourselves than we are on others. And I absolutely encourage you to forgive yourself for anything that you've done wrong in the past. Understand that everyone makes mistakes. Everyone, you know, might make the wrong decision, choose the wrong path. And you may be saying, Sabrina, no, I have made absolute terrible decisions. I've made them for such a long time and I'm a terrible person. But that's not true. You know, especially if you are aware of the fact that you made mistakes, that you made not great choices and you are willing to right those wrongs and to move on and live a better life, then, you know, that's it. Yet some people may continue to hold those things over you and against you and judge you for those things. You have no control over that, right? You can ask them, hey, can you please not do that anymore? Usually people that are on that road or are bullies are not going to care how you feel about the whole situation. You have to summon the strength from within and be like, okay, you know what? They're going to continue to be like that. I don't need to really accept that. I don't need to acknowledge it. You know, they're going to try to get in my face, but they're really just trying to get a rise on me because they're trying to deflect and be distracted from dealing with their own issues and problems. They're projecting their issues onto me because they are unable to, you know, view it head on and have those come to Jesus moments and deal with their own personal pain. Yeah, that's true. That's what's happening. So you need to summon the strength from within to be able to push past that stuff and to understand that, okay, people might still try to bring up that I did this, that, and the other, but I know that I did that. I forgave myself. I righted the wrongs that I need to do and I'm moving on. I'm becoming a better person. I'm going to get past this. And so I encourage you to think like that. Forgive yourself. Understand that everyone makes mistakes. No one is perfect. Even if they're trying to be out there pretending that they're perfect, they're absolutely not. And just know that Jesus is the only person that's perfect. And we are all just out here trying to do our best, okay? Just believe that. Understand that. Know that deep in yourself. And also um, practicing self-compassion and understanding um, that we are all in the same boat together. I encourage you to do it. It will definitely help you to understand more about yourself, to increase your self-worth because you realize that you do not need to hold these things against you. They don't need to hold you back, hold you down, and um, cut off opportunities and anything else that you possibly could do in your life. I know... (laughs) Oh man, you're going to know why I'm laughing if you're not new here. I know I always talk about personal boundaries. And I'm going to mention it again here. I am. Um, Establish personal boundaries because that will allow you to set your own personal restrictions and boundaries that work best for you and allow you to live your life the best you can. You know, personal boundaries also allow you to not feel responsible for other people and to remove or opt out of situations that just aren't your jam. So I'm not going to go on a big tangent. I say that every time because there's been so many times where I deeply talk about personal boundaries. And if you want to learn more about personal boundaries, I encourage you to listen to all five episodes that I did in previous episodes talking about personal boundaries. But Yes, you need to create your own personal boundaries. That will definitely help your self-worth. You're drawing lines in the sand. You're making decisions. You're like, okay, I'm just going to like not let that bother me. I'm going to, you know, make the decision to say yes at this point. Say no at this point. You know, know that those things are okay. Those things are amazing. I feel good about those things. And then I'm going to move on. It's totally fine. Establish personal boundaries. Do it. Learn more about it. 
and do it. Everyone should do it. Every single person. I feel like even children can have personal boundaries. So I encourage you to create personal boundaries, especially if you feel like you give too much and you feel super responsible for other people and their feelings and emotions and actions minus raising a child, um, then yeah, absolutely. Inserting personal boundaries, which will be very difficult for you and the other people in your life in the beginning. But if you are steadfast and hold tight to those boundaries, everyone will get used to them and they'll understand them. Some people might fall away. Some other people might applaud you, um, but that's just with anything, you know, any big decision that you make in your life. Some people will applaud you. Some people will fall away. It's just how life goes. I've accepted that. I hope that you can too, if you haven't already. Um, but yeah, personal boundaries. Number one piece of advice I could ever give you. <laughs> um, as mentioned on Monday's episode, practicing self-love will help you care for yourself more and be more accepting of yourself and continually happy with who you are and are becoming. Self-love will also reinforce knowing that you are valued, special, and worthy. So if you want to learn more about uh, why I included self-love in this uh, week's podcast, go back and listen to episode that was put out on Monday. But yes, practicing self-love, having compassion for yourself, um, really knowing that you're amazing in your own right and you need to care for yourself and it's important that you take the time to do that is something you definitely need to insert into your life if it doesn't already exist. And lastly, practicing gratitude and seeking professional help can help more than you probably think. I know that sometimes there is a fear to seeking counseling or something in that realm of help, but know that it's totally normal and actually very mature and smart to seek out help from someone that has spent a good portion of their life studying a subject that you are struggling with. So what better way to get your answers and to ask someone that's been studying a good portion of their life how to deal with that? I would encourage you practice gratitude, which is something I talk about at the top of every show and in multiple episodes, because it's really, again, a mindset shifter. It changes your perspective. It allows you to see that there are still amazing things happening in your life, despite any bad things that are currently occurring. Um, and then also, um, seeking professional help is one of the most amazing things you can do for yourself. It also allows you to no longer waste time trying to figure it out on your own and just like spinning your wheels and getting nowhere. And it could also help you get back to a better place in your mind, in your life in general, a lot quicker than it would for you to just like read a book on your own, do your own meditations, search the internet. Um, and I understand that a lot of times those things can definitely help and lead you in the right direction of the answers that you need. But Sometimes professional help is just easier, better, quicker, and more efficient. So I encourage you to realize that there is no shame in asking uh, for help, going to counseling, anything like that. No shame at all. I encourage you to do it. Even if you don't even have huge problems, go see someone. Talk to them about what you're currently going through. You don't have to be going through life and death issues to see a counselor at all whatsoever. Um, I also want to end this episode by telling you some clues of when your self-worth is returning to normal or the level it should be at. So first, you know that you are in control of what you think about yourself despite what someone may say about you. You no longer feel the need to please others. 
your values come from inside you, not from external factors or experiences, and you are able to accept your weaknesses while still focusing on your strengths. So if you feel like any of those things are true to you or starting to become true to you after a certain amount of time, you will know that your strength, uh, that excuse me, that your self-worth is strengthening, is coming back to the level it needs to be at, and you're doing a lot of good work. So I would encourage you to keep a lookout for those things. And uh, obviously there are many other things that can be clues, but those are the big ones that I wanted to mention that you're like, oh, wow, okay, yeah, I definitely you know, I'm focused on me and I'm not hyper-focused on what everyone else is doing, what they think about me, how they feel about me, what they're going to say about me. No, I'm cool with me no matter what. So thank you so much guys for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, my name is Sabrina. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you did and you know someone else that would, I encourage you to share it with them. I appreciate your guys' listening, the time that you take to share the show, everything you do. Thank you so much. Um, come visit me on Instagram at Sabrina Joy Perozo. Check the description box for notes for the show. Also, my email address is down there for any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, or podcast episode request ideas. Again, happy Thursday. I hope that you're having a fantastic day, whether it's at the beginning, middle, of the end of your day. And I hope that you come back tomorrow to listen to the last episode of the week where I'll be talking about the benefits of self-worth and how it will help you in your everyday life. But until then, I hope you guys have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.